Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome into the program, the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Ole Miss is number seven in the country. They are seven and oh, they are three and oh in the SEC. That means good things when you're talking about them on a Monday night, doesn't it, Chuck? How about some fun, man? <laughs> Golly. Uh, it's great. It's great. What, what more can you ask? Absolutely nothing. Except we were talking in our great big production meeting that we have prior to coming in here. College football games take way too ridiculous. long. Ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Way too long. You know, the NFL's got it down to a science where it's about three hours and 15 minutes. A lot of college games now are going over four hours. It's just it's just ridiculous. I started the pregame show at 9 a.m. I got out of there at 4.15. Wow. And then the studio host back in Charlotte still had 30 minutes to go. Mm. That's a day. That's, That's a, a long, long day. day. No kidding. How you doing, Gordon? I'm doing good. It's a great game this weekend. Had a lot of excitement. Onside kick, streakers. I mean, <laughs> a lot of offense. Lightning I mean, delays. Lightning delays. Yeah. I mean, you had a bunch of crazy stuff happen. A little bit mm. of everything. Chime in, Yancey Porter's in here with us too. Go ahead, friend. What you got? Seven and zero and three and zero. Early. I don't know if Ole Miss is three and zero the last time Chucky in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, they were. I think was it three and zero. Yeah. So hopefully, a little bit better results this time around. So Yancey, um, I saw that car you have out there. What soror- <laughs> what sorority girl did you buy that from? Some Tridel. Oh my! <laughs> Probably the same place you bought those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> These are Skechers, baby. That's all I wear is Skechers. I'm an old man. Why the hell you read that Skechers? I'm an old man that wears Skechers. I've got some on, too. So. Uh, You're from uh, the backwoods of Mississippi, too, That's Gary. right. North, north of the lake. I, I think that car belonged to a Tridel, actually. <laughs> good-looking ride, though. It's, it's a good-looking ride. Yeah, if you had a sorority girl in it. <laughs> My goodness. Tonight on the program, Frank Duffy's going to join us as an LSU insider. Harry Harrison will as well. We'll do the the C Spire Trophy Award watch list. Uh, we've got injuries. We've got recruiting updates. We've got a little bit of everything. Yancey, let's get to you and do the uh, thoughts, your five things, brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. i got a story about Steve Grantham, too. He's our friend with Outback Steakhouse, currently operating nine locations in Mississippi and Tennessee. And Steve wants us to remind you of the Ole Miss Family Business Symposium. I did it, Yancey. I said the word symposium. On November the 3rd from 830 until 5 at the Oxford Conference Center, visit Ole OleMissCIE.com. Click on Programs and then click on Legacy Leadership for more information. Do it. 
Thank you, Gary. Uh, first thought of the day is I thought it was evident after Ole Miss's first drive that the Rebel offensive line was pushing the Auburn defensive line backwards on each play. Lane was not going to risk anything in this year's matchup with the Tigers like he did the past two. Kudos for staying with maybe a boring to some game plan, but it was the right call, obviously with over 440 yards rushing. Thought number two, Ole Miss's defense looked like a Big 12 defense Saturday in the second and third quarters. In the opening and closing third quarters, they did more run stunts and putting pressure on the quarterback and succeeded. I get they were trying to keep the ball in front of them when they jumped out to a 21-0 lead, but that will not win many, if any, of the games from here on out. Thought number three, the five-minute breaks after each player goes to the ground has to change. Cut that time in half or you're going to have even a bigger attendance problems in the future. Thought number four, Ole Miss has now won seven games in seven different formulas. I love the diversity this staff brings to the table. And my last thought of the day, let there be no debate. The one-two punch of Judkins and Evans is the best in the country. The two have combined to rush for over 1,300 yards and 19 touchdowns, and we're just a little over halfway point of the season. Thank you. All right. The story with Steve is, look, I also do a one-hour tailgate show locally. Chuck, you had been involved in that mm-hmm. in past years. And, and then I get on the full network show at 9, and so 5.45 a.m., I'm walking in front of Vaught Hemingway Stadium, going on over into the Grove, take my little picture, put it up on social media, and there was another gentleman standing there kind of doing the same thing. And he says, well, good to see you. And there's two of us at least here this early, and I introduced myself, and it was Steve Grantham of the Outback Steakhouse fame. Never met him before. You know, obviously had said his name several times. They were there working with the Learfield tent and other things as well. So he was up bright and early and doing those kinds of things. I just thought it was it was just kind of a neat little moment, right? It's just two guys never seen each other before walking in the AM hours and just happened to be somebody uh, I guess to talk about every Monday night. Yeah, you also had a plane with an Outback banner flying behind it it was pretty cool it just looked like it was floating too right yeah. it wasn't moving very fast at all yeah. with that big banner but made it we promise y'all we're going to be more entertainment in the next in the next segment <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk lsu stuff with frank duffy on the other side as the cannon motors of mississippi rebel yell hotline think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 
with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Coming up, we'll talk to Harry Harrison. We'll discuss a little bit about what did happen at Vaughn Hemingway on Saturday against Auburn and a couple of questions about LSU as well. Ole Miss and LSU play at 2.30 on Saturday down in Baton Rouge. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations in six different states. Gateway Tire, we go the distance for you. Our LSU insider is Frank Duffy. Frank, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Doing great. How are you guys on this wonderful Magnolia week we find ourselves on? <laughs> Fantastic, my friend. Talk about these Tigers a little bit. Sounds like they've kind of found a groove. Well, uh, you know, i got to tell you, I'm feeling a little bit better about myself than I did leave Tiger Stadium uh, eight days ago. Uh, went down to the swamp. Uh, was very happy to see what our offense was able to do. Uh, we thought Jaden Daniels had it in him uh, for the first time, really, this year. He put it together both with his legs and passing. Three touchdowns in the air, three touchdowns on the ground. Our offensive line probably played its best game of the year. Uh, it Toward the end of the game, we were able to establish the running game. I thought it was uh, really uh, a telling sign of Brian Kelly having uh, confidence in that offensive line going forward on that fourth and uh, a long one-and-a-half. Uh, picking up the first down, um, it, you know, it it was the type of game where you were at a crossroads with the other team. Florida and LSU are on almost similar trajectories. Um, they were at a crossroads. Uh, I think uh, the two coaches, Billy Napier and Brian Kelly, will always be linked uh, because of again the hiring process or the lack thereof with Billy Napier. I don't. I really don't think LSU really gave him, uh, uh, you know, a, a look, a shot. Um, so to go into Florida after that beatdown against Tennessee, come out with a very hard-fought road W in this league, as you know, that's not easy to do. 
uh, you know, having now beaten Auburn and Jordan Hare, going into the swamp, Ben Hill Griffith, and, and beating the Gators, uh, you know, makes us feel a little bit good about ourselves. Five and two, I think. If you'd ask most LSU fans at the beginning of this year, if you could roll into the game with uh, Ole Miss and the Lane train uh, chugging into town, uh, five and two, I think most of us would have taken it. You know, people don't realize it, but Jade Daniels is uh, throwing for 70%. I mean, 69.7% completions, 145 for 208 with only yep. one interception. So it's it, the perception of him as, as a running co- uh, quarterback, but he can do it both. He's a dual threat. Yeah. And, and what I noticed from him in this last game, which I was very impressed by, is the fact that he's going through his progressions. I think in that Mississippi State game and uh, certainly the Florida State game, I was in the Superdome. I'm, I'm from New Orleans. Went back home, uh, watched that game from uh, you know close behind the Tiger bench. And, uh, you know, he was talking as soon as he, he got in trouble. But this last game, he was really going through his progressions. And I'll tell you an even more telling stat, which I thought was incredible, of all the top five conferences, LSU in the last two weeks. Now, granted, some of that was in mop-up time against Tennessee, but it certainly wasn't in the swamp. Um, uh, Jaden Daniels has an 80% completion rate on third down. LSU has the best completion percentage out of all the, uh, the top five conference teams on third down. In fact, if you would equate that to an NFL passer rating, the kid's got a 134.5, which, you know, you know, again, what he's doing, learning the, learning the offense, playing more control than he did in that first game, uh, and then being able to establish the running game. I mean, our offensive line was decimated last year, as you know. I mean, if you watch that bowl game, it was an embarrassment. Um, you know, we had no offensive linemen. We were you know, having a, a, a wide receiver at the single wing. Um, and, and our big concern was coming into the year was the offensive line. Well, Will Campbell starting to play really well at left tackle. He was out for the Tennessee game. Uh, went down with a, an illness during the uh, the practice time. Uh, came back last week, played very well. The line is really starting to to, to uh, come together, and I think that's what's helping Jaden Daniels uh, sit back there, go through those progressions, hit the hit the, the receivers, and for the first time this year, our receivers have come to play. Uh, you know, neighbors, uh, and of course, you know, Butte, uh, who you guys are well aware of from the game two years ago in Tiger Stadium. Last time Ole Miss came in, that last uh, game of the uh, COVID year, um, you know, it, he, they're starting to play much better, and I think that's helping him distribute the ball, which opens up the running lanes, which again, he is our best running back. You know, Josh Williams has played well lately. Uh, Kane, uh, John Emery is really good catching the ball out of the backfield, but make no mistake, our best running back is our quarterback, Jaden Daniels. Frank, Gordon Ford, how you doing? Hey, good. Gordon, good talking to you. I think we, you and yeah, I Yeah, I know. Rob's kind of put me on sabbatical some lately. I think last That's time we right. talked, we had John Brady on the show. But anyway, um, That's right. That's right. defensively, uh, you know, like you said, there was a beat down the week before, and, you know, LSU yep. always recruits great defensive players. Tell us, you know, how they probably will try to attack Ole Miss. Yeah, they got to come on the end, but here's the big problem. We got to stop your running game. You guys, as I'm sure you're very well aware, are rushing it for 220 yards a game, and that will kill you, uh, take the crowd out of it. Uh, which, again, it's already going to be out of it. As you know, we prefer our night games. The 2.30 start is definitely in your favor. Thank goodness it wasn't 11 o'clock, as we saw from the Tennessee game. But we've got to continue your running game, but we've got to get pressure 
uh, you know, we have to have B.J. Ojolari uh, get off the edge. You know, uh, uh, Jackson Dart, um, he throws picks. I mean, he has 10 touchdowns, six picks. You can get back there and you can rattle him. But if, if your running game is on, it's going to allow him to sit back and hit those open wide receivers. So you've got to stop that old Miss running attack. And it's going to, hey, look, it's going to be a gamble. We're going to be bringing linebackers up. We're going to probably bring a safety up. You, you've got to stop Ole Miss from running it. Um, and then that will free up the outside pressure. You've got to bring it. You know, we had a lot of good looks against Florida. Um, I, I was very impressed the way that, uh, you know, House designed that, uh, that you know, defensive scheme. Uh, but that's what you've got to do against Ole Miss. You've got to stop the run uh, or they're going to pound it on you. And, and it's impressive. You guys are what, second? Second, I thought it was second in the nation. I don't know if you still have that 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 ranking, uh, but that's very impressive, especially for a Lane Kiffin team. And and like I told all my LSU buddies, don't don't think he's forgotten how to throw the ball, guys. Let me tell you, we come up. Um, he they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna test us and test us deep, which Auburn did. You saw what Auburn did against us in that game, stretched our defense thin, and and we were lucky to come back and win that game. So we've got to stop that old Miss ground attack. That is first and foremost on the to-do list on the LSU defense. You know, a pretty impressive stat to me is uh, 9 of 20 in the red zone uh, touchdowns that your defense is only allowing 45% in in touchdowns. That's that's some pretty good playing down there. Yeah, it really did. And and, uh, I will tell you, that game against Auburn, I think, is where our defense really shined. Um, you know, Auburn, we spotted down again. I, we can't do that against Ole Miss. We can't come out and give up a real early lead. That, that, that will be, you know, uh, really hard to overcome, uh, with a, with a Lane Kiffin offense. Um, but the Auburn game, spotting them that early lead, but staying in, getting the, you know, the, the, uh, touchdown, the defensive touchdown right before the half, then going in, thinking that was the last score, and then going in, um, you know, on that drive, um, that's critical. But the, the defense, where they started to play well was the Auburn game. Look, I don't think I don't think you could have had the '85 Bears back there against Tennessee. Tennessee just came in on a mission. They 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 went through us like Sherman went through Atlanta. Um, I, you know, I was just absolutely shocked at the ease. I was in Tiger Stadium, had a really good seat, but on the 35 yard line, and it was scary how easy it was for Tennessee. But going into the swamp, hostile environment at night. Uh, I think the defense played really well, and, ex- and with the exception of that, you know, the uh, the long run uh, by AR-15. If Richardson doesn't break that, and I think there was a holding on that. I think you kind of you can see that should have been called. Uh, but again, no excuses. I think you got to give Tom Petty the assist on that one for coming out of the break uh, <laughs> with the song. But but uh, but you know, if you take away that and that muffed punt, LSU blows Florida out. So and I and I think it was due to that defense. And you know, when you can contain. Anthony Richardson, who is an incredible talent, again, kind of squirrely, up and down, you know, like Forrest Gump said, sitting on that bench, Savannah, you never know what you're going to get. Um, you know, LSU was able to contain him. So they're coming in off of a very good two out of three game performance uh, on defense. And, and they're going to need it against, uh, again, Lane Kiffin and his offensive mind. All right, Frank. Thanks so much for being with thanks, us talking Frank. to LSU. Thank you, buddy. Hey. Hey, I'm just happy y'all didn't have Katy Perry there with a plate of corn dogs. And just for the record, 
We're, All right, we, we got to go, go, Frank. Got to go, Frank. I'm sorry, man. We got to go. Uh, coming up, we'll have your text messages at 662-426-1093, 662-426-1093, and more on tonight's program. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine board-certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury, leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working toward success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Farise Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, D'Auberville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Well, we want to thank Frank for being a part of that and telling us a little bit about LSU, Ole Miss, and the Tigers coming up at 2.30 on Saturday. Text messages from 662-426-1093, and then we'll talk about the... Injury report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Uh, one of them comes in from Jeff and says, Don't forget the last time Ole Miss was 7-0 in 2014, lost to an average LSU team in Baton Rouge 10-7. Shouldn't overlook them because they beat Florida pretty good on Saturday. Oh, man, I can I, I double that. I mean, I I agree with that 100%, Jeff. Uh, I was there, and we had a long run call back. Uh, just, a, just a miserable game. Lost 10-7. Fournette was good. Very. He was their running back, so he was he was tough, but they they weren't very good and we lost that game. We shouldn't have. I remember Freeze called for a uh little down and out at the end to get in field goal range to tie it and and old Bo Wallace went for the end zone through an interception. One other one we have is what area of the team do you think needs to improve the most? The texture says the offensive line needs to be more consistent on run plays. And I'm going back to the Auburn game where we ran for 448 yards. Well, we're second in the nation in running. Right. I mean, 
Quinshawn Judkins, who, by the way, has won his third SEC Freshman of the Week award, 25 carries, 139. Zach Evans, 21 carries, 136. Jackson Dart, 14 carries, 118. He did get sacked once. And Dayton Wade had 63 yards on four of those sweeps. Just imagine if we'd have yeah. run him a couple more times. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we've got to improve our tackling on defense. And I think that uh, Jackson Dart's got to get a little more consistent in the passing game. Those are, to me, the two two biggest areas. And uh, and and Dart's is not a bad deal. It's just not as good as he wants it or we want it. Each of those guys had a long carry of at least 20 yards. Evans for 20, Dart for 22, Wade for 36, and Judkins' longest was 41 to the house. And that's, that's, that's motoring. And let's also, while I'm, well, I just mentioned that award, uh, g- give a, some props to, to Mr. Ivy, who came in to, and, and has done a, a lot. Jared Ivy was also announced today uh, as one of the award winners for the SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week, as Ivy uh, had one and a half tackles for loss, one sack uh, in just his second start at Ole Miss. He had his second fumble recovery of the season. Uh, and was part of uh, what turned into three turnovers from the defense uh, last week against Auburn. I mean, he has stepped up big in the times. Number number fifteen has been a, a good pickup in that transfer. Program. No doubt. And and with Cedric Johnson out like he was last week against Auburn, to have a guy like Jared Ivy that you can go back on is really critical. And and I'm not sure Cedric's going to play this week very effectively. He might try. But uh, he's still struggling a little bit. You could tell a difference, though, in that defensive line without Cedric playing, right? I mean, we we, yeah. we saw a big difference yeah. in in that in, in the game against well, Auburn. But, I mean, he's arguably he's our best defensive player, and he's out. I mean, or and this week he's going to be hobbled probably. So that's a, that's a big get to you know you got to overcome that. Text messages brought to us each and every week by Cannon Cleary McGraw. Go to their website, find out more about homes, lots, land, whatever you might need. In the Oxford Lafayette County area, it's Cannon Cleary McGraw. Now to the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> that yeah, information is not out there. Huh? Not well. Cedric Johnson obviously is is still struggling. He 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 dressed out Saturday, but he did not play. Uh, Jalen Robinson, the the slot receiver, that's just man, what a tough look kid that kid's been. Just staged with that pulled hamstring, and um, you know, it's just a bad deal. And he probably won't play this week. Didn't play last week. Tried to come back a little bit against Kentucky, and uh, played nine snaps before he repulled that hamstring. So that's that's not a good deal. And then uh, Micah Pettis came off the field. Uh, but he went back in, and he's. I've been told he's fine. So um, Ulysses Bentley is, is dressing out now. He's still got his hand and wrist heavily bandaged. They don't really trust him in pass pro, but they do They do trust him carrying the ball. So we might see a little bit of him. But where do you make room for him with Evans and Judkins? I, I don't I mean, know. You know, I don't know goal line where he's been, he, he's been and 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 got a lot of touchdowns on some of those runs uh, where he's been in at times with those injuries and with every team no matter what the sport is you've got to have that next man up mentality you got to have somebody step up and Saturday that was Dayton Wade I mean he did it from a mm-hmm. running the football receiving the football mm-hmm. everything he did uh, I mean he really stepped up and was huge on Saturday you got to have that if this 
is going to continue going well, the way we want. Particularly when, particularly when Mingo didn't have a catch. Heath right. didn't have a no. catch. No, neither uh, one of them. You know, and it's like the week before, you know, Jordan Watkins kind of stepped up. Mingo set the record, but Jordan Watkins set up, stepped up too, had six catches. So, hey, you got to have that. Yep. Watkins had four in the game on Saturday. Wade had two. Zach Evans caught one, and Casey Kelly caught one. So did Judkins out of the backfield. That was it. Look, we spent all day at that stadium, and the teams combined to throw it 36 times. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, 30, I know. 36 times. I mean, play after play, and I think, what, the Rebels had 69 rushing attempts, and uh, nine, so out of 88 plays, almost around 88 plays, 69 were handing the ball off. It or still took four hours. Running, and it took forever. Listen, I, I thought I was going to get kicked out of the press box because I was up there <laughs> cussing, and, and and you're not supposed to cheer or do anything in a press box. It's unprofessional, and I was totally unprofessional Saturday. I, I just screaming about those reviews and what's taking so long. I mean, some of the reviews they they would show the replay on the uh, video board. And it was obvious right. what we, the answer was. In fact, there were multiple times the officials just stood at the line of scrimmage and waited and waited until they got buzzed and said, "Yeah, we're going to do an official review. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, we're about halfway done with this program. Coming up next, it's our friend Harry Harrison. He'll give us the game day outlook. And we'll also do the C-SPAR Connolly Trophy watch list next on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Orthopedic and sports medicine board certified surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Time for the game day outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. Consultation is free. They go to work immediately after being hired. They get justice for that free initial consultation. Call 662-533-9111. You talk to a real person, we get just a 662-533-9111. On game days, if you're listening to Mr. David Kellum, you hear this man analyzing, breaking it down for us, giving us all the how-tos and what-fors. Harry Harrison's on with us. Hey, buddy. What's going on, my man? Nice talk to you. Obviously, you say that in jest. Our team goes, <laughs> I don't give you much uh, breakdown because this roll is pretty quick. It does move fast, doesn't it? <laughs> Hey Harry, I, I'm one, and I know you would argue that that this is true that you can actually run three plays in four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get well, him started, man. <laughs> four seconds because I was there that night and witnessed it. Unfortunately, <laughs> well, I know I know how much you like LSU. So, uh, what's what's your feeling about this game coming up? Well, this team is LSU's getting better, Chuck. Obviously, early in the year, I thought the quarterback struggled a little bit, but now he's turned out to be their MVP halfway through the season. He's their leading rusher, and obviously, uh, has thrown for a bunch of yards too. He's uh, he's averaging uh, 269 passing yards per game, but he's but he's also got 403 rushing yards on 90 attempts. So he's kind of been a workhorse. That that's going to be the big key for me. Can we keep that guy bottled up? Obviously, we would let the uh, the quarterback from Auburn get away from us a few times. He made us pay with his legs Saturday. We knew that was going to be an issue. But this guy, not not nearly as big as what we saw uh, Robbie Ashford on Saturday, but uh, Jaden Daniels is one of those little jitterbugs that can take off and make a lot of people look silly trying to tackle him. Yeah, and, and uh, we I can't ever forget Kayshawn Butte uh, catching about 900 yards worth of passes against us two years ago. I think he set a, a a 
a national a record. record, seemed like. Well, uh, he set a record at LSU in the rain, I might add, too. Yeah, I think he had 10 catches for a whole bu- over 200 yards that night. I think it was 300, wasn't it? Seriously? Wasn't it 300? Something like that. Every time I leave Baton Rouge, I try to wash it clean out of my mind, but you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, my friend. Uh, let's talk about this old Miss team, 7-0, and 3-0. and uh, is that legitimate, or is that smoke and mirrors, or is this is this really a, a top six, seven team in the country? Well, you know, uh, I, I think that we are, Chuck. I, we, we, we've obviously done what we're supposed to do. We've beaten the teams that we're supposed to beat. And now we jump off uh, after Auburn, obviously SEC West, but as you dig deeper in the SEC West, it gets tougher and tougher. So I've told a bunch of folks, if you'll get back with me at the end of October, I'll tell you just how good we are because we're getting ready to go on the road for two weeks and uh, two tough places to play. Uh, this team has not seen those that kind of uh, uh, fan base and, and, and uh, noise in the stadium as we're getting ready to face Saturday and the following Saturday out at Texas A&M. But uh, first things first, we've got to turn our attention to LSU. I think, I think we are, Chuck. What, what's encouraging to me is – we hadn't played a complete game yet. I mean, we've had spurts of great offense, spurts of great defense, but, you know, we just didn't handle the run very well. Saturday gave up 300 yards rushing to Auburn, and Auburn's got a, two really good running backs, but still, you know, we missed uh, Cedric Johnson in there, obviously uh, probably our best defensive uh, guy out front, and uh, and that's good to have all the depth that we have to keep putting fresh legs in there. I, I asked uh, uh, our, uh, our Ivy today, uh, you know, as we keep rotating guys in towards the end of the game, can you see those offensive linemen's tongue begin to hang out? He kind of, kind of indicated that you could. So he, he likes the the fact that they're they're rolling a lot of different guys in up front. I really thought Chuck uh, maybe starting the second half the other day we might see another version of that four man front we saw at Vanderbilt. For whatever reason, they chose not to, and uh, we still gave up some big yards, but we won the game, and that's all that matters. Harry Gordon here. I got two questions for you. I was sitting there with my buddy Tim Bell, and he looks over at me and he says, "You know, they're going to kick an onside kick." That's one one part of the question. And then, uh, were you shocked by that? And second question is, how are we going to stop the run? I mean, Auburn kind of ran all over us there for a while. Well, yeah, some of those were Robbie after you break from the pocket, but uh, really it was uh, the two running backs, and they seemed to get you know for a while it was the outside runs, and then it became the inside runs, and you know, we just got to get linebackers in the right spot. But, guys, when you're lining up five guys in the box, that's inviting a team to run at you. And uh, so we're doing that by design. I know we walk these safeties up, but sometimes we have we have run blitzes off the corners. But, you know, if you don't get there when that, that ball goes between the tackles, you, you're, just, you're just giving up another player that uh, you could have had in the secondary. But going back to the onside kick, Gordon, Everybody in the stadium was shocked. I talked to uh, Coach Biaggi today, who's our special teams coordinator. <laughs> I, said, you, I said, you obviously saw those front-line Auburn guys bailing out of there quick, didn't you? He said, yes. I said, did you go to Lane and tell him this is what we need to do? He said, yes. And I said, and Lane did it. He said, that's correct. So uh, give him a shout-out, Coach Biaggi, our special teams coordinator. But to me, guys, that might have been the turning point in the game to go, you know, because we were only up one. And then after the, after the onside kick, which fooled everybody in the stadium, includes me and you and Chuck and everybody else, uh, and we got the ball. And not only was it a great kick by Cruz, it was really smart by uh, Burkhalter, the, the, the redshirt freshman, to let it go 10 yards before he jumped on. 
Yeah, before we had a another eleven minute review to see if it passed the forty five. I mean, I, Lord I have mercy. Was, uh, you know, we'd had a lot of reviews in the game, but I thought that one took way too long. Everybody in there knew it was past the thirty five. Yeah, of course it was. I mean, I mean, it was ridiculous. Um, well, well, Harry, what do you see? I'm, I'm sure you watched LSU Florida Saturday night. What, what did you see out of the uh, LSU defense? You know, they got two outside rush guys, Chuck, uh, uh, and, I, and I can't throw out all their names yet because they don't have their rosters. LSU didn't have any notes today, as you, you're aware None. of. None. None. So, oh, uh, Ojolari is their main one. Ojolari, number 18. Anybody wears number 18 for LSU is kind of like Chucky Mullins, 38 for Rebels. That's a special number to them. Ojolari, huh. a pro player, and uh, he's putting a lot of pressure from the outside, so obviously we're going to have to do well with the tackles blocking him. And the guy on the other side is, is not quite as good, but pretty darn good, too. Uh, I, you know, linebackers are not quite cut out of the same uh, mold as we've seen in the past from the LSU linebackers, but still – a lot of talent. We know they their best defensive tackle got hurt early on in the season. I want to say against Florida State in the opening game, running over the sideline and jumping up, came down toward an ACL. Uh, but uh, a young man that we recruited pretty hard a couple of years ago. But uh, they still got talent up front. Secondary, but you know, Ricks bailed out, went to Alabama. Uh, they finally lost. I think I think it's Stingley. I think finally he he left and went on to the pros, but. You know, they're always going to have talent, Chuck. I just think that they're susceptible. I think our run game is doing well. And if they, they want to load the box or seven or eight guys, we'll throw it at them. So I like our chances there. I, I just want to make sure our defensive line and linebackers, those guys, we get this run game, run defensive game shored up. Uh, because, that, you know, that could, they can take it and, and run it and, and do exactly what uh, Kentucky tried to do, and that was keep our offense on the sideline. So I don't know if we'll see them huddling up or not. Probably will which burns more clock and keeps you uh, uh, on the sideline offensively for Ole Miss, and that's what I don't want to see. Harry, we were talking during the break and talking about who we thought Jackson Dart reminded us of of past Ole Miss quarterbacks, and Gordon Gordon came up with the one I think is most appropriate, probably John Forcade. Tough kid, you know, a good leader. Doesn't uh, have the arm, though. You yeah, know, just just – Gets after it, likes the game, likes to play the game. Well, you know, he is like 4K in the fact that he doesn't mind getting hit, that's for sure, and he'll he'll, uh, he'll take him with a run. Uh, yeah, I, I think he threw better than John does, did. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's probably a good analogy. I think you think he's uh, fearless when he comes down to running the football. He got popped several times Saturday, and I'm hoping, man, I hope this guy gets up because he took some licks rather than run out of bounds a couple times. But uh, – yeah, he, he's getting better, Chuck. I mean, we still got to keep in mind that he's like Matt Corral his first year in 2020, you know, and Matt had some terrific games and then had some, some games we just soon not talk about. So I don't think we, I don't think he's made those kind of mistakes yet, even though we've got six or seven interceptions on the season and 10 uh, touchdowns. I think that's his number, but, uh, that, that's just, that's, that's a few too many. So he's still taking chances. Uh, I was afraid we were going to get one picked in the end zone the other day. I'm trying to hit Mingo on a slant. He just happened to be three Auburn guys around. But he was smart enough to throw it high where nobody could get it but Mingo. And uh, I think he's learning every week, getting better at that situation. But the, the fact that he's fearless, doesn't mind running when he has to. You know, we dialed up some quarterback draws the other day that were big plays, especially there at the end when we need to run the clock out. That was big in our offense. 
I really like the offensive game plan Saturday with the jet sweep, the toss sweeps, the misdirection, the read options. I think we threw a lot at Auburn that they probably were not prepared for, and I, I just thought that was a really good coaching job on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I, th- I thought we I thought we had a, a really good scheme going into that, Dad. And our offensive line is playing good, Chuck. Even though we, you know, we got two tackles that are starting, and we didn't didn't even know they were in the mix coming into fall camp. And all of a sudden, they both blossomed and and bloomed, and so that gives us some more depth up front. But those guys will be challenged on Saturday for sure with those two outside rushers for LSU. One last thing, and then uh, we're going to move into the C Spire stuff. And it, it kind of goes back to the question that they asked you, you know, about are we as good as 7-0, 3-0. You know, Harry, we've won these games in different ways, running the football, passing the football, combination, defense with turnover, special teams has helped. I mean, they've won in, in almost different ways each game. They've just found the way to win, and that to me is, is a mark of a really good football team. Well, it is. It's a well-coached team. It's a mark of a team that doesn't quit. They don't get down. You know, if you get behind, we got behind up at Vanderbilt. The first time we, I think we've been behind all season and came storming out the second half and just, you know, and lit them up that second half. But uh, you don't want to get too far down down in Tiger Stadium because he'll certainly <laughs> loud and miserable for you. I promise you that. <laughs> no doubt. As always, we thank you for being Thanks, a part Harry. of the program, Harry. All right, guys. Take Thanks, care. pal. Time for the C Spire Connerly Trophy watch list. It's awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season. Each week, we get a chance here on Rebel Yell Hotline to present the standout players from each football playing university and college in the state. Chuck always gets us started. Well, this could have been a, several <laughs> players, but we, we chose junior running back Zach Evans as the player of the week for the Rebels, uh, the Houston native Helped lead Ole Miss to a 48-31 victory over Auburn with 136 rushing yards and a pair of touchdowns. The 220-pound back averaged 6.5 yards per rush and really kind of set the tone for the game in the first half. The Rebels are now 7-0 and 3-0 in SEC play in no small part thanks to Mr. Evans. Mississippi State senior linebacker, Nate Watson is our player of the week for the Bulldogs. The Alabama native had a team and career-high 17 tackles in Mississippi State's 27-17 loss to Kentucky. The Dogs are now 5-2, ranked number 24 in the country in the newly released polls. For Southern Miss, junior safety Jay Stanley is the player of the week for the Eagles. The Tupelo native and Ole Miss transfer had a team-high 10 tackles, a tackle for loss, a sack, two passes defended, and an interception and the 20-19 win over Arkansas State. For Delta State, sophomore defensive back Marlon Windham is the player of the week for the Statesman. The Knoxabee County native had a team-high 13 tackles in Delta State's 28-6 win over West Alabama. The Statesmen are now 7-0, and just like the Rebels on the season, are now ranked number 8 in the newly released polls. First time to start 7-0 and since they won the national championship in 2000. Jackson State, linebacker Niles Gaddy is our player of the week for the Tigers. The Nashville, Tennessee native had eight tackles, two tackles for a loss, forced fumble, and four quarterback pressures in Jackson State's 48-6 win over Bethune-Cookman. The Tigers are now 6-0, ranked number one in the SWAC. Mississippi Valley State senior receiver Ja'Cory Rankin is our player of the week. For Valley, the Port Gibson native, 
Two receptions, 78 yards, and Valley's only score in the 24-9 loss to Alabama State. Ooh, that's pretty bad when that's your player of the week. <laughs> uh, not that he's a bad player, but right. those, those stats are not that impressive. Alcorn State junior wide receiver Malik Rogers is the player of the week for the Braves. The Pearl and Texas native had six receptions for 83 yards and a touchdown in the Braves' heartbreaking 28-24 loss to Southern. Mississippi College sophomore running back Marcus Williams is the player of the week for Mississippi College. The Donaldson, Donaldsonville, Louisiana native, had six rushes for 188 yards and three touchdowns in the Choctaw's 49-40 win over Valdosta State. Six carries and 188 yards? That's a lot. That's 30 yards a clip. He's doing pretty good. <laughs> Nicely done. Mississippi College's sophomore linebacker Thomas Patterson's the player of the week for the majors. He's from Biloxi and finished with a career and game-high 12 tackles, one-and-a-half tackles for loss, one forced fumble, and the 28 nothing loss to Birmingham Southern. Senior Cooper Tolley is our player of the week for the Bellhaven Blazers. The uh, Hoover, Alabama native helped Three catches for 98 yards and three touchdowns in Bellhaven's 59-7 win over Greensboro. Bellhaven improved to 5-1 and one on the season and are now receiving votes in the D3 polls. So we got D3 mentioned there in the polls, D2 with Delta State, yep. Jackson State in the FCS, yep. Ole Miss and State both ranked in the FBS, yeah. Northwest Community College number three, Jones is number five. Wow! I mean, it's it's I mean, good football. Continue going football on down, right? Lots of good stuff there. All right, C Spire has been the presenting and title sponsor for that trophy since its inception in 1996. Proud to continue to recognize the outstanding college football student athletes in Mississippi. We'll return with the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and finish up another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Stay with us, people. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Rice. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to continue another good program here on a Monday night. The Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Go Orthodontics. They've been offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles. No matter what your age, you can find them in Oxford, Sotillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. And if you need braces or Invisalign, mention Rebel Yell Hotline and receive $500 off. Let's start in the football world where Itawamba Agricultural four-star safety Isaac Smith was at the game on Saturday. Ole Miss has gained some momentum uh, from uh, former Rebel Reggie Smith's son. New Caney, Texas running back in Michigan State commit Kedrick Riscano made his way to Oxford on Friday with an official visit. The 190-pounders ranked number nine overall running back and the number 148 overall ranked player in the country. Georgia tight end commit Lawson Lucky took an official visit to Ole Miss. The number 167 overall ranked player has visited Ole Miss, Alabama, and Georgia. I heard we've made up some. Heard we've made up some good ground with him, Gary. We need a tight end, right? Yep. And and, and yep. bring him in. Uh, the Rebels have continued to recruit Lawson throughout his commitment to Georgia. And Ole Miss four-star linebacker commit Sunterine Perkins moved from number 72 to number 47 uh, in the ESPN rankings. Sunterine took uh, in the Ole Miss-Auburn game. He's attended four Ole Miss home games this fall. Four-star Kel- offensive lineman Kelton Smith out of Georgia took in the Ole Miss-Auburn game. The Georgia commit is ranked number 110 in the country and in by on three sports. Um, four-star Ole Miss commit Ahmad Brown was in attendance for the game. He's out of Cordell, Georgia. Ole Miss uh, four-star 
commit, Braxton Myers was in the was at the game Saturday. Ole Miss was able to flip the Texas native from Southern Cal recently. Ole Miss JUCO commitment, Izavon Miller was in town for an official visit on Saturday. Ole Miss target and Picayune Memorial running back Chris Davis was also in attendance for the game. He's a 2024 player this Saturday. Not only was the you know game a sellout, I mean the recruiting section was a sellout. Yeah. I mean they had guys all over at the game. And baseball, Jackson Prep, six four, two hundred pound outfielder Connor Griffin visited Ole Miss on the weekend for an official visit. The number one player in the 2024 class. Uh, basketball notes here: Billy Richmond took an official unofficial visit to Ole Miss. He's a 2024 player. Uh, this past weekend, he's a 6'4", 180-pound uh, basketball prospect, uh, has early offers from Louisville, Memphis, Mississippi State, and Seton Hall. He's a shooting guard. Know his dad. His dad could play. Yeah. Boy, he could play. So there's a recruiting segment. And now it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly, presented by our friends at Big Delta Power Sports, 155 Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville. All right, well, the good... A fairly convincing win over a nemesis like Auburn, who has inexplicably owned us for the past 20 years, is always good. The run game wasn't good. It was spectacular. With Judkins, Evans, Dart, and Wade racking up 448 yards on the ground. Kudos to everyone. The coaches for their game plan, the players for their execution, the runners, the offensive line, and the wideouts who did some good blocking, and the tight ends. You don't run for that kind of yardage in the SEC without all those ingredients. The kicking game continues to be a good for the 7-0 and Rebels, and, and who can argue with the 3-0 and conference start? All good. The fan turnout and participation was outstanding. You were part of the victory. The bad, well, you can't give up 300 yards rushing and expect to win all the time. That'll catch up with you sooner or later. The tackling was poor, and I will never understand five in the box against a team that has a 48% passer at quarterback. Force him to throw the ball by overpopulating the box and stopping the run more effectively. The ugly, well, there's just, we talked about this early, there's no excuse for the length of college football games. The NFL does it right, three hours and 15 minutes. Now, many college games are going over four hours. It's a ridiculous amount of commercial breaks, ridiculous amount of time to do a review, or ridiculous time for an injury timeout. Something has to be done or it's going to start hurting attendance. Without a doubt. So 2.30 on Saturday against LSU. You feel good? Yeah. I mean, I'll take my chances. I think it's going to be our toughest test so far, though. Uh, some people don't think that, still think Kentucky was, but – I don't. I think LSU is going to be our toughest test to this point. First big road game for Jackson yeah. Dart as the as the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and he's going to be in an environment like he's he's never seen before. I mean, uh, not many players have. And then the next week, it has been announced uh, in the SEC's run of football games for October 29th. The game against Texas A&M is a 6:30 start and will be televised. On the SEC network. And that place will be rocking, it too, will. now. 100,000 100, yeah. uh, plus in both. So we'll, uh, we'll those, see what happens. With those unusual cheerleaders. They've taken a beating <laughs> on social media for the what they do. Oh, at, my uh, God. At the Yale practice prior to uh, to the week. All right, let's, let's have some fun in Baton Rouge, see if we can't come back 
do the show next Monday, 8-0, 4-0 in the SEC. That sounds good to me. Thanks to Rhino back at the studio. Thanks to you for your text messages. Remember that number, 662-426-1093. Thanks to Chuck and Gordon. Gary, for another Rebel Yell Hotline. So long. Thank you, Gary.